You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome back to A Bigger Life podcast. Today, I want to jump over now to Ephesians chapter 3. Our last episode, we did Ephesians chapter 2, and since we're there, let's just turn the page. Because in Ephesians chapter 3, it's one of those passages in the New Testament where it's actually a prayer. The Apostle Paul is actually praying for the readers of his epistle uh, to the Ephesians. And so it is a prayer that is a prayer we can literally turn to and pray. Uh, It's written by the Holy Spirit, as all Scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so this is a Holy Spirit-inspired prayer for us. This is filled with the kinds of things, the very things, that God wants us to pray for ourselves, for others. And so I have personally, I've gone to this passage many times and, and prayed through it. I have a lot of it memorized and pray through it just in my prayer times. And so I'm really looking forward to coming back to it again, because this is one of those passages that has a power to it. I think it has a, a, it's a kind of prayer that has a power to it. So I'm going to spend less time talking about it, and I'm going to spend more time praying through it. And we'll just pick up in verse 14. I'm going to refer a little bit back to what comes before it, because you can't really understand it until we until we talk a little bit about what comes before, and we'll do that at the beginning. And then I'm just going to get into prayer and guide you in a time of prayer. We'll get into it quicker than we normally do, because this is the passage we should just be praying. For this reason, the Apostle Paul says, for this reason. And so whenever you read that, something like that in the Bible, where it says either therefore or for this reason, uh, that's telling you, you better know the context of what's come before it so that you know why this author is saying what they're saying now. They want you to know what came before it. So if we just look up above it, we'll see the word, the mystery, four times in the first 10 verses or nine verses. We see Paul talk about the mystery of God's grace in verse two, the mystery of Christ in verse four, the mystery of the the promise of all the promise of God in Christ Jesus in verse six, the mystery of his eternal purpose in verse nine and, and um, through verse 11 is kind of the gist of that. And so for this reason, because of the mystery of Christ and the mystery of God's purpose and God's promise in Christ, the mystery of what God's doing by his grace in Christ Kept hidden in God, he says in verse 9, this mystery that had been kept hidden in God. He said, therefore, he says in, in the verse right before ours, verse 13, therefore, do not be discouraged because of my sufferings. And we can certainly apply the same thing that Paul's applying to his own life because of these things, because we we too are in Christ. That's what the Paul's talking about. Therefore, do not be discouraged because of our sufferings. For this reason, he says, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray, he says, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, 
may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. This is Paul's prayer that he wrote 2,000 years ago, inspired by the Holy Spirit. So this is one of those places in the Bible that we can say this is a definitely Spirit of God-inspired prayer that he wants us to pray uh, for ourselves, for others. So let's pray this. Let's join with me now as I lead you, guide you in a time of prayer. Heavenly Father, again, I want to remind us that we come before the Father that Jesus constantly came before when he withdrew to pray, often it says in the Gospels. It's the same Heavenly Father that Jesus was trying to get his disciples to understand, knew the number of hairs on our head, nothing happens to us apart from his will, no one can snatch us out of his hand. He is with us when we go into our room and shut the door in secret. He is with us. 100% focused on us without being any less focused anywhere else because he is infinite. He is God. 100% present right now here with me without being any less present anywhere else. 100% with me, the God that created this universe, the God that right now is in a galaxy billions of light years away. 100% there is also 100% right here with me right now. My Father in heaven, this is the Father Jesus wants me to pray to. Jesus says, wants me to pray in my inner room, and I do that now. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, Paul says. Heavenly Father, I kneel before you. I submit to you. I trust in you. I yield my life to you. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Now, he's talking there about a worldview we don't have, but the Bible always talks about that there are beings that are spiritual and there are beings that are material and spiritual that are part of the human race and there are beings that aren't part of the human race But all of these derive their name from one Father, one God. You are Yahweh. You are the I Am. You are the source of all existence. You are the giver of all life. You have given me life. Every moment that I have lived has been a gift from you, my Father. For this reason, I bow my knees before you. And it would only make sense that I would 100% submit to you, trust you, Because nothing exists outside of you. There is no life outside of you. I pray that out of your glorious riches, glorious riches I have no idea, that no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of anyone has ever imagined, glorious riches that you have in the mystery of Christ, in the mystery of your eternal purpose, in the mystery of your grace, the mystery of your promise in Christ, that out of your glorious riches that you would strengthen me 
with power through your Holy Spirit in my inner being. Your Holy Spirit, the very Spirit of the true and living God, the I Am that has created this universe, your Holy Spirit lives in me because I am in Christ and Christ is in me. That you may strengthen me with this power from your Holy Spirit out of the glorious riches of your grace that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith. And I pray that I would be rooted and established in love, that the very love of God by his Holy Spirit would permeate my inner being so much that its roots spread all throughout my whole being, that I would by faith have the knowledge that Christ dwells in my heart and the love of Christ dwells in my heart and that I would be rooted and established in the love of Christ in me so that I would have power to grasp, power to understand more and more, power to believe more and more, to trust more and more, how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ for me, for me. The same Jesus that I'm reading about when I read my Bible, the same Jesus that the disciples and the apostles lived with and saw do the miracles and heard teach and saw die on the cross and rise from the dead, that same Jesus lives in me by his Holy Spirit. And therefore, his love, wider than I can understand, deeper than I can understand, higher longer than anything I can possibly grasp is in me that I would be rooted and established in your love, Jesus, for me, the love of Christ for me, and to know your love, to know your love that surpasses knowledge. If every brain cell in my brain were filled with the knowledge of the love of God, it would not be big enough because your love is greater than anything my brain could possibly understand. It's a love that surpasses my knowledge so that I would be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, the fullness of God in your glory, the fullness of God of your Holy Spirit in me and deepening your roots of love in me and the power in my life that comes from understanding your glory and it comes from understanding the mystery of your promise and your eternal purpose and the understanding of your Holy Spirit in me and the understanding of Christ in me and the love that, my, that surpasses knowledge and your eternal purpose for me and what he calls the riches, the, your glorious riches that would strengthen me with power. I have this sense. I'm not talking about coins and material things. I'm talking about the riches of your grace that is a reward, that is a promise, this promise that Christ has for those who live faithfully to him that he will give when he returns. And certainly the main part of that promise is Christ himself, the presence of God himself, as he says to Abraham, I am your very great reward. That is what Paul is praying here. And I pray that for me, Lord, that I would see you more and more as my greatest riches in life, your glorious riches, that I would be firmly rooted and established in your love for me, 
a love that surpasses my brain's ability to understand, a love that is eternal, a love that is sure, a love that indwells my heart because your Holy Spirit indwells my heart so that I would be filled with the measure of the fullness of God in me. And that that is how I would see my day today. That is how I would see all my relationships today, my challenges today, my suffering today. As Paul says at the beginning, therefore do not be discouraged because of my sufferings. That I would not be discouraged in this time of our crisis because you have this mysterious, eternal purpose. And one thing we know, I, I know for sure, it is that it would be more and more true that Christ would dwell in my heart through faith, the love of God, the, 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 how long and high and deep and wide is the love of Christ for me, that I would grow in that knowledge in this time. So I bow my knees before the Father, and I bow my head, and I say, I want you to be my God, my King, my Lord, that I would be filled with the fullness of God. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.